welcome to What's My Age Again, a lifestyle podcast for those of us who are older than young. Hi, hi. Hello. Hi. Good evening, friends. Back to the evening recordings yes. this week. Yes, yep. and Back good evening, schedule. listeners. It might, be good, it might be good morning to them. It Tuesday. could be, could yeah. Be. I, I good, day. Like, good, good day, good day, mate. good day to you. <laughs> good day, sir. Good day. Good day. Good day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think most of the people that I've talked to listen on their morning commute. Yeah, so good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> Rise and shine. It's going to be a lovely day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, maybe we should start the podcast off with like positive affirmations. Oh, I love this idea. I don't. I, don't. I was being. Sur- <laughs> I was totally being sarcastic. Uh-oh. I don't want to hear that positive shit first thing in the morning. I love. No, you need to listen. There's this guy I follow. I can't remember his name, but he does like positive affirmations, mm. and he always starts off like, "So everyone, shield the little ears around you." Um, good morning, you fabulous fucking bitch. How are you today? You're gonna make this day wonderful. Are you ready for an affirmation that? You didn't know you needed, but you do. And he goes into this whole thing, like, and it's always about not giving it an F. Uh I like to start your day with zero Fs. Hmm. But it's very entertaining because he makes little poems out of it. I feel like morning time is, that's a great time to hear that message because I think I have the most Fs to give in the morning. And then by the end of the day, I'm depleted of them. So it's. Mm-hmm. We just start there. That might that might be a start great way to start the day. Low, <laughs> and then you don't have to worry about the stress of like, oh, am I gonna give a fuck? Or right. am I gonna hold on to this? Right. Like, just you know what? I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm like a dragon. I, I tell me I, more. more. <laughs> I hoard my fucks like treasure. Oh, <laughs> oh no, don't. I'm like, no, you do not deserve a fuck from me today. So oh. I'm keeping it. Oh, I, so I see. I don't necessarily have zero fucks to give. I'm just very selective on who receives them. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe membership cards are necessary. Uh, possibly. <laughs> um, yeah. In fact, nice. I had zero fucks to give today. Literally sat it was only myself and one other person in my area of the office today said not one word to each other the entire day that's the oh, best wow. I, I bet i bet they felt the same way yeah sometimes like, you normally just we'd be like life. hey good morning blah, blah blah but like neither one of us had any like motivation to speak wow. um which was great because it was just the two of us and we were in we were of similar mind and energy today um finally as like she was leaving because she left like 15 minutes before me she was like bye have a good night I was like bye yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's great yeah sometimes you just need that though like sometimes you know it's like when you go and get a certain like sometimes you go and get like a massage Mm -hmm. and like you're down to chit chat and other times you just don't want to make any noise like you just want to be silent same with like nails hair like Mm -hmm. sometimes you're just not within the energy to Together. I, I honestly think that we don't take enough time in our day to day to stop talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You know, as, I, as we're talking on a podcast, as we're talking on a podcast <laughs> I know. Um, I, think but there, yeah. I think it's really important to, to, to really take a, a whole entire day. I did that once when I was in massage school. I took a vow of silence for a day. Wow. Um, and it was wild what I learned from that just in that like 24 hours um we just with your thoughts and observing and observing just how how much we just just nonsense comes out I mean it's true yeah we'd love to hear ourselves talk it's true it's true so my father and I could sit in a room and say zero things to each other and then be like, what a great visit. I'll see you again soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing air. Like, I don't know, watch the TV, watch the fire in a fire pit. Like just my mom nice on be, the other hand. Huh? It's kind of nice to just be comfortable enough with somebody to sit in silence. Yeah. Yes. My mother, however, has like 0% of that. <laughs> um, and so like, if there's silence, she must fill it. That's how my father is as well. If you're not and talking, sometimes you're I think mad my at mom her. Is, 
Yeah, uh, I think my mom, yeah. it's hard sometimes to watch movies with my parents because they talk or ask questions like mm. the whole way through. And like, I like a little dialogue while watching a movie. I think that's healthy and like, it's part of watching something with someone to kind yeah, of Yeah, like you don't have it. to have like complete silence, but. Right. Like, oh, can you believe that? Like, you know, a little commentary here and there, but overall it's like I'm bad at that I'll, I need I'll, I don't know the answers especially when I'm watching it for the first time as well right okay so I was just gonna go there I'm always asking Kim like what's happening what's what do you think what is what's happening and, <laughs> and she's just you. like this is the first time I'm watching it too babe like you can't just <laughs> expect me to know what's gonna happen we'll just have to sit and wait and watch together <laughs> Tom does that too does he but but whether this is like it's not a dig against him but it's just an observation about him or it's or it says more about me um I pick up on a lot more of the nuanced things that happen that like he might have to watch a movie a second time and then he'll be mm -hmm. like oh so a lot of times he knows that I am like picking up on this stuff and he'll be like so wait who is that? And what do they do? And blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'll just be like, oh, they did. Like, you know, and I explained it to him. So like, and I also don't think that he like a hundred percent focuses on, on. Like, I think that's my stuff. problem too. I, it's yeah. hard for me to really hard like, to pay still. attention. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, there's always like, you know, a device in the hand as well. Mm -hmm. And right. yeah. The having the subtitles on has really helped me pay attention because I'm reading, I'm actively, I'm, reading it and watching it so that's mm. that's been helpful to pay attention but uh yeah tom and i are pretty similar with that yeah you guys are when you're saying that i was like mm, that sounds like your brother from another mother that is so funny tommy d um <laughs> anyways well this was that was a fun little entry conversation yeah, I, I like that that's what i love about this podcast is we just kind of we talk about whatever we want to talk about and we said fuck like 13 times yeah. I feel like that's a really healthy way to start things uh, for sure <laughs> yeah. um, also the podcast is listed as explicit so we're right. covered <laughs> we fine um all good all right so let's talk about our crushes this week yeah. um yes, Jessica yes. are you ready I am ready okay. so I it's like it's sweater weather guys in Georgia I'm sorry, it's it's what sweat oh I'm so sorry let me say it <clears throat> like the mainer I was raised to be it's sweater weather exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sweater weather in Georgia, <laughs> um, which which means what? It's sixty degrees there. Yeah, baby. It's. Uh, <laughs> let me see. What is the what is the weather? That's a great question. Where is my app? So yeah, it's been chilly. I've been wearing long sleeves and pants. It's magical, and I was like, I'm craving more than just pumpkin to solidify the fall season. Like I need more than just the pumpkin. So. Um, I was looking through like fall recipes and I'm like, ooh, a butternut squash ravioli would be fun. Yeah. Or, you know, like I'm thinking through things. Yeah. And I came across a roast, um, pot roast recipe. And it's one I used to make all the time. And I haven't made it in probably two, three years. And yes, today it was a high of 64. So it's lovely out. But um, you will not catch me in a sweater in some weather. <laughs> I know you guys, you guys are like, cool beach day. Right. <laughs> Um, so I <clears throat> wrangled up the ingredients to make this. So I make it in an instant pot. That's my, um, my preference for it. And there's many different ways you can do this specific pot roast. This one's called a Mississippi pot roast. So it's a Southern spin on pot roast. I'm, I grew up with like German pot roast. That's what my mom and my yeah, grandma Yeah, with like straight made. up like meat, potatoes, carrots. Carrots and vegetables. like a very thick brown gravy. Yeah. yeah. So what this is, you get your chuck roast, um, you get pepperoncinis or some sort of peppers. I was wondering if this was that recipe. Me too. Yes. Before. So, it's so I, good. I do a spin on it. I buy the hot and sweet banana peppers, Ooh. like the ones that are sweet and spicy. Mm -hmm. So I'll get a jar of those, one packet of ranch seasoning, one packet of French onion soup um, seasoning. So with the French onion soup, seasoning they now have one that's beefy onion oh 
So I got that one. I don't, I couldn't really tell the difference, but okay. I tried it last night and it was still good. And then half a cup of butter. And um, then I also added some potatoes in it because my dinner guest is a fan of potatoes. So put that in there, cooked it. So you put it on manual and then you put in 60 minutes and that was for, I had a two and a half pound roast. Mm. So I guess you gotta just kind of figure out what is best for your size roast, but mine was two and a half pounds. Um, cooked it for one hour, then let it 15 minutes natural release before I clicked the valve and let it like push release the rest. Do you sear yours on saute first? So I don't. Recipes call for it, but I've never bothered. Yeah, I don't usually either. I just, I mean, I don't really see the point. It's cooked all the way through. I don't need to sear it. Like, and I, it's like I, in the instant pot, it's cooking in its juices. So you don't really need right. like anything to like, like lock the flavor in more. Like, I don't know. Right. The whole point is for things to get in and out and marinate in it while it's cooking. Right. So um, did that. And like, traditionally, I would totally serve this over mashed potatoes, but mm -hmm. my son will not eat any form of potato other than a French fry. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. So I made egg noodles and served it over egg noodles. Oh yeah, I've done that before too. And that went well. Like granted, the sauce is thinner than you would want. So maybe next time I would thicken it up a little. Yeah, or a little cornstarch or something. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm thinking I'll just make him a small side of noodles and I'll make myself the mashed potatoes because I really missed the mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm they really sop it all up. I so my mom has made that before and it's Excellent. I like it so good. 100 times better than a traditional pot roast. Me um, too. It's so freaking good. Um, uh -huh. And I think she served it over because we did the potatoes. I think she might have thrown carrots in there too. I um, love cooked carrots. Yeah, I just me didn't too. know how everyone else would feel about um, it. So I forego it. She served it over egg noodles. I believe she served it over egg noodles. But I mean, it just is beyond. I Delicious. love how it's like everything. So what I did, I put it all together. I set my instant pot timer to start in three hours because I had to go get Gina from school. We go to karate by the time we get back. So I had it set for a three hour start, cooked for an hour, and then it was done and ready. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. And like, just throw everything in. doesn't have to look pretty. And it was easy. I kind of want to try to do like maybe some sort of red wine reduction, kind of like boneless spare ribs. Mm -hmm. that kind of thing and like that red wine au jus whatever i gotta look up a recipe for that one but this one was a crowd pleaser yeah nice got yeah. gobbled and it's so quick it's so quick so to quick prep. and easy yeah but dang the prices on <laughs> i guess i haven't bought like i mean i usually buy cuts of like filet like we always have filet mignon in the house to like make for steak night i haven't bought a roast or anything in so long i couldn't believe the price yeah yeah meat right now holy mm -hmm. jesus insane but yeah. at least it make would sure, feed a lot of people make sure you like the people that are eating it <laughs> yeah you are worth a whole roast <laughs> you, you know i like you when <laughs> when i serve you roast <laughs> yeah um awesome okay i can't wait to try that recipe because mm, it's so good i love a good roast tom actually doesn't really like roasts so maybe he would like this one better than like the traditional. It's so tender. Yeah. It, it, it really is. just falls apart. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. so glad yeah. you reminded me that it exists because I will definitely and make so that within easy. the next yeah. week or so. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to try it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Susie, what you got? Uh, okay. My crush of the week this week is Flynn Hats. Ta-da. I've got one on right now. Um, this is my brand new one. I picked it up this week. Um, so like a hologram? So no, it's a patch. Okay. This, yeah, the the light is kind of hitting it funny, but so uh Flynn Hats is a local business. They're based out of Westbrook. Um mm. Flynn Flynn Costello is the artist and she does these beautiful paintings of all kinds of different funny animals and they take those paintings and put them on wearable it's like wearable art. They put put it on like t-shirts, hats, um, they have tote bags, jackets. That's very cool. They have stickers I like and that. cards, and they're just they're just really fun. It's it's our go to gift for our family, um, especially like the nieces and nephews and stuff. They have like so many different options of colors, um, and then you can kind of like 
customize it to the person's personality a little bit between the So colors. what's the are they what's the, the art on yours? So like, this I is a, this is um my little regal pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see it now. Yeah, it's a pigeon. So I, so Look I have another. I have another one that's hot pink, and it's got this cute little porcupine on it. Hmm. I love it so much. Um, let's see. No, we can just, you? Do they only sell local, or do they have like an online store? They have a, like they have a. Yep, they have an online store with most of their stuff there. Um, this month, at the end of the month, they're having their first um, like open house at their where they prepare the hats. Um, and you can, I think the. I just met the artist the other day, which I'm super pumped about. And she mentioned that there will be merchandise there that isn't necessarily available online. So if you want to, oh go wow, check, yeah, you can check out. They're on Instagram. Uh, we'll post we'll that. Check out. Maybe yeah. we do a podcast field trip. I was just house. thinking. Yeah, that. yeah. There, it's it's really cool. They have just so many fun, like it, local stuff. Like even. Um, I got my brother a hat that has a patch uh, with a raccoon sipping a moxie or like crushing. Oh my God, that is like so amazing. It's not even funny. I know. So they have that. And then they have like another pigeon that's like kind of hovering around. Do they have any green coon cat that's orange? Because I would buy that. (laughs) And maybe you can request it. I I haven't seen any cats, but they have, um, yeah, they have squirrels with like a lollipop that's super cute. Um, she Aww. just finished one that's like a tortoise and a hare. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. Local business, beautiful art, and uh, yeah, my crush for the week. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, we are all about supporting local, for sure. <clears throat> so my crush of the week this week um, is about as basic as you can possibly get for this time of year. So it's pumpkin something. Absolutely. <laughs> when jessica was like i wanted more than pumpkin i was like not this girl (laughs) (laughs) this girl loves the pumps pumpkin okay so um (laughs) i have been okay so obviously like i had a baby a year and a half less than a year and a half ago um so like i've been working on you know losing all the pregnancy weight and then some Um, and so one of the things that I like to do is have like a protein shake for breakfast. So I am obsessed. I ordered a case of the premier protein pumpkin spice. I've been wondering about that because I keep seeing it at the Sam's. So good. The Sam's. The Sam's. So good. So here's what I do with it. So this is kind of like a twofer, everyone, two products. So it's, so the premier protein pumpkin, um, and it's like 30 grams of protein, like 160 calories. There's like barely any sugar, not like three grams of carbs. Like it's, it's a really, really great source of protein. Um, and then I do, um, Javi. So Javi is a coffee concentrate. And so like I I order it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. So I put like over ice, I'll put my, my pumpkin uh, protein drink and then I'll put the two. Um, I like, because it's so much, I double the serving of the Javi. Plus I really like the taste of coffee. So I don't want it to just taste like pumpkin. So I put a good amount of the Javi in there and it tastes just like a pumpkin spice latte, but just like less sicky sweet. Um, Ooh, that's amazing. So what's funny is I mix my protein drinks with cold brew. I was going to say I've my husband it did it with cold brew. So, yeah. and I also used it in my hot coffee as, as just a like creamer. a creamer. That is oh. so smart. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. seriously. So Add I took cart. Yeah. So <laughs> I like got mine on Amazon cause I like things just showing up at my door. Um, <laughs> magic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. It's so delicious. Um, this past weekend we went up to close our camp up North. Obviously I was recording from Phyllis's basement and I made her one and she was like obsessed. She like loved it. So Ooh. anyways, all right, that, I'll check it out. That's my dual crush of the week. Cause it's yeah. two Wait, ingredients. I, like so I missed, I missed it. So is the Javi also pumpkin Mm-mm. or is that just like a regular coffee? No. So the Javi comes in, um, caramel, there is a uh, French vanilla, 
Then there's like a French, then there's like a vanilla ice cream flavor, I think is what it's called. And then they have just like regular coffee. So I have made mine with the vanilla Javi and the regular. I haven't tried the caramel, but I'm sure it would be fantastic. You love caramel too. I'm very surprised you haven't tried it. I was just afraid it might over sweeten it. Gotcha. Yeah. I get where you're going with that. Yeah. But the Javi also isn't sweetened. It's un- it has zero sugars, zero calories. Yeah. Um, and you can do the Javi just with straight up water. You can do it with cold water. You can do it with hot water. Um, mm. Or a lot of times what I will do is I'll do almond milk, unsweetened vanilla almond milk. And then I'll add my Javi to that and a little bit of water. And does okay. it have caffeine the same? Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I like check, caffeine. I'll check Love that it. out. So check it out. Um, topic for this week. Eat, eat, eat. Ah, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, so this week we are talking about um, jealousy. So I went online, just like sparked this conversation forward and just looked up like what is the actual like definition of like being of jealous um because like jealousy is like the act of being so whatever so anyway so jealous is an adjective and this here has like one two three um definitions that it gives so the first one is feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages so mm. like being jealous of someone's success gotcha. okay okay um the synonyms i think that's the correct word yep. like similar words yes. yep. Um, yep. Synonyms. Is envious covetous and desirous desirous Mm-hmm. All, the, like is. All that is. <laughs> yes. So then the, the next possible definition uh, or interpretation, as it were, is feeling or showing suspicion of someone's unfaithfulness in a relationship. Oh, so like okay. a jealous boyfriend, partner, girlfriend, whatever. Um, the synonyms are suspic- suspicious and distrustful. Okay. And then the third one is fiercely protective or vigilant of one's rights or possessions. Mm. Um, when they used it in a sentence, it was um, Howard is still a little jealous of his authority. And their synonyms were protective, defensive, vigilant. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah so that one, I feel like, uh, I don't know, a little a little further of a stretch for me, but I, I respect that. So we had a little bit of side convo before we jumped on here. So I also pulled up just kind of a list that I found online about what unhealthy jealousy looks like. Um, because I think we all agree that there is healthy and there is unhealthy Mm -hmm. jealousy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this list and then we'll kind of just jump into our reactions or our thoughts about this. So an unhealthy jealousy looks like you're expected to spend all your time with them. You're required to check in. There are rules about who you can and cannot talk to. They're suspicious. They're possessive. Have a quick temper. They monitor your communications and they are emotionally intense. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Definitely so. describing. Now that I hear this, I, I can feel this describes my totally my whole experience having a high school sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. I know Jessica was like, I don't think I have anyone who is jealous of me or that I'm jealous of. And I was like, can we talk about your high I'm school boyfriend? Sorry, but I didn't. <laughs> To be fair, that was a billion years ago, and I don't think of him, so sorry. But yeah, I was like, I I mean, of course, there's things in life I would like to change, but I don't feel like I'm ever jealous of someone because maybe they're in a space that I'm not right right now. Because like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I want to hear what you guys have to say. Maybe it'll spark something in my head and Mm. I'll be able to relate to it. So the first time I ever remember the first my first experience ever with jealousy 
Um, I think I was 11, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. 12. Uh-huh. My grandmother, uh, well, my grandparents were foster parents. And I, the first time I remember feeling that, like, this wave come over me of rage and jealousy <laughs> was the first foster kid like I went over to visit and they their first foster kid like I was just like oh my god my world is crumbling right now yeah so jealous of him and I I don't know if it's attached to like feeling abandoned or having to like like you said having to share time yeah I I think that I was really taken aback and I remember specifically being like whoa, what is this feeling washing over me? Of course, I didn't mm-hmm. have language for it. Right. But, but there was an, a, this palpable feeling rushing through my veins of, um, this is not cool. <laughs> she is my grandmother. She, mm. is, she is mine. And I think I was a little bit like that with all of my cousins too, unfortunately. But I was very possessive of my grandmother. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the next time I really felt an extreme wave of that was with my best friend, Jada. Um, we were best friends from third grade to eighth grade and her family moved to Texas at the end of the summer, like after eighth grade. So I remember being in like, we're getting ready for the buses or whatever in this, at the end of the day. And I realized that she wasn't coming home with me. Mm. <laughs> and I knew Aww. like our time was limited. And she told me that she was like going to go hang out with some other friends. And I absolutely lost it in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, I started crying and yelling at her. And like, I was just so hurt that she wasn't going to spend her last waking moments with me. <laughs> like, Aww. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that sounds like, it's it was it was really intense and I think it just comes from like abandonment abandonment issues Mm. yeah I definitely have those I get that yeah so where does jealousy so is that jealousy it feels I I attached the word jealousy to those moments but is it really jealousy or is it some something else I mean, I feel like it is, right? Because in the moment you were jealous of a relationship that somebody was having with somebody else Right. That you felt encroached upon your relationship with them yeah. or that maybe that relationship looked different or maybe it was like, uh, so uh, my, when I have ever been jealous, especially in really in any situation, I was going to say, especially in friendships, but that's what pops in my head first is it all for me stemmed around insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like totally. I have always felt, especially like when we were younger, like I always felt very socially awkward mm-hmm. and like I I always felt like I had to like fight for friends and I know like I mean even like with Jessica and I when we were like younger like junior high high school I mean because we met we met when I was 12 so mm-hmm. like I just remember like coming and I was fresh out of being homeschooled yeah, yeah. so you were I didn't, isolated anyway yeah for, you know. and so like when I was like no you're my friend and if I like heard that like some like there was so it was Jessica and I had Nusha and mm-hmm. Julia and I remember many times being like you know hearing that they they're going to hang out without me and being like oh like what's wrong with me like why didn't you guys want to invite me um oh we did we leave you I don't even see things I don't remember I feel horrible oh <laughs> but you shouldn't because it's healthy and it's normal that right. like you know I mean I, there's, so there's this girl to be I, fair you and I hung out a lot without anybody that's so. true yeah I mean <laughs> we were mean girls I'm sure many times yeah like, sorry you're not cool enough for us um <laughs> no it, and it wasn't even about that but that but that's kind of what I'm talking about like coming at it from that angle like yeah. Jessica and I kind of had like an instant click with each other. Yeah, we bonded. We bonded very quick when we finally got to know each other. 
And yeah, bond is a better word. Cause I don't mean like click, like we were like our own little like girl gang or whatever, but we just like bonded really quickly. And I mean, geez, we're how old and we're still friends and we're on a podcast together. Right. Like, yeah. Like, obviously like there was a connection there. So you're the only person I still talk to from high school. Uh, <laughs> pretty much same. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, so I think it's just like natural that you, you have like stronger connections with some people than other people. And, and it does suck when you are the person that thinks you guys have the strongest connection and then you find out that you don't. And I think, yeah, it just like, for me, it's always stemmed from like insecurities. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think in relationships when I've been jealous, um, it's always been like, I, I see it's not necessarily the behavior of my partner. It's always me seeing something that seeing something in that other person Mm -hmm. that I feel like I don't embody, whether it's true or not. Yeah. Right. Like it's my insecurities like, Oh, this person is this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't my wife be totally attracted to that? Attracted to that. Exactly. And it has nothing to do with her behavior but it has everything to do with my lack of confidence or belief in myself or, you know, whatever, whatever, which I've been working on, by the way. (laughs) Really hard. And like on the flip (laughs) side of that, I mean, okay, hold on before I flip it. So like, I feel that way all the time. Like, I just know that I have a lot of insecurities and I try to like move past it and get over it. But like, I mean, like sometimes when like my husband talks about like, the girl that he like had a serious relationship with before me, like obviously he did not choose her. Right. Right. They broke up. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I hear him like say her name, I'm just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about her. And I'm like, and like, and, and (laughs) I've seen like pictures of her cause like, like mutual friends that I have, like, because I mean, so when he was dating her, a lot of his friends like friended her on social media right. and family members, and they are still friends with her on social media. So through friends or friends, like I've seen like her page and I don't know. I'm like, she's prettier than me. Like yeah. I just go through all no. this like stupid stuff. And that's a hundred percent. Like, um, it's like me right. issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I I have been on the receiving end of jealousy. Right. And more of those toxic behaviors about like, um, no, you can't, you can't talk to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want you like having male friends. Like I don't want any of that kind of stuff. And I've always like, I guess thinking from this angle, like, yeah, it was probably insecurities on their part. But there's also part of me that feels like, like, if you just assume that I'm going to cheat on you, I feel like it's probably because you see that you're capable of it. <sighs> I have so That's much I can say on that one. That's, that's <laughs> so, really interesting. Like you're projecting kind yeah. of thing. Like sometimes I've, I've, I've seen it where it felt like that and, and I could be completely misreading the situation, but like, yeah, sometimes that's what it feels like. It's like, why are you cheating? Like, why are you worried about me cheating? Like, I'm like never cheated on anybody in any relationship ever. Like, why would I start now? Right. Yeah. Um, I think in my last relationship, there was, there was some unhealthy jealousy. Um, I, especially when I would like come home from work, Mm -hmm. Uh, like working like a late shift at Lakeview restaurant. And, you know, if I smelled different, you know, if I took too long, yeah, if I like hugged one of my coworkers on my way out or something, and I, you know, she'd be like, you smell different. You smell like a guy or you you smell, you you smell, she always would tell me that I smelled different. And then it, it was always like insinuating that I was doing something that I shouldn't be doing. So that was frustrating, but, um, I don't yeah. think that she would have cheated on me. Um, and, you know. Does she have past trauma? Oh, definitely. So definitely. that's probably where it stems from. Yeah. Past she relationship definitely had, trauma. Uh, yeah. She definitely had some past relationship trauma. And I think our relationship was just so rocky anyway. So I think she probably sensed that I, 
not like one foot out the door ish yeah 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 I think especially towards the you know the last like two years of our relationship it was it was like okay this is we're struggling here yeah yeah so um I think her feeling me pull away was also a cause for adding to it right so she had previous trauma insecurity and then like legit she wasn't wrong that I was like moving on with my life so yeah yeah but it's like kind of the chicken or the egg situation right it's like are you moving are you like pulling away because of their like crazy jealousy stuff like it's like it's having the opposite effect like you're stifling me you're making me feel controlled um then there's also just like the straight up like it's not necessarily about jealousy you're just a toxic narcissist and you just want to like control people yeah Yeah. um i feel fortunate that i didn't i've never really yeah experienced that yeah yeah what about you jess so you seem like you have things to say (laughs) so i have every reason to be jealous in a relationship and i would say more like due to my past trauma list which is too long to list on an episode (laughs) Um, we'll do a two-parter later oh lord I feel like I naturally do have some insecurities I wouldn't say it's jealousy on my part it's insecurities Mm -hmm. um of not wanting to be in a relationship and end up ignorant to reality yeah Hmm. so I don't think I have I don't identify like there's nothing that I can say I want this more I don't know I just I don't but jealousy isn't always just like wanting what somebody else has right right or or being in a position that somebody else is in or having the availability that someone else has like those things I don't um I think at the beginning of my divorce I was a little jealous that my ex didn't have to spend any time self-evaluating his life because he moved right in with her. The her. <laughs> right. We'll just call call it her. Um, yeah, moved right in with her. So he hasn't, I mean, I still think to this day, he probably hasn't fully absorbed the, dissol- the dissolving of our family because he's been- he had, he had something warm to fall into. Correct. Correct. So <sighs> I think part of me is a little jealous that I had to go through all this pain of processing such an unexpected breakup Mm -hmm. um, by myself. But now am I healed completely? No, but I'm in such a better place. And yeah, it's all going to crash on him later. Yeah. Some, at some point it has to, it's gonna, yeah, it'll catch up. And, and I truly give zero Fs at this point. (laughs) Um, But like, I experienced the unhealthy relationship, my high school sweetheart, I am a serial monogamous, let me start there. I, (laughs) I get into a relationship, I am in that relationship, like I am a ride or die person, even when it's dying. (laughs) (laughs) Like I hang on, it's like a bull rider. Um, So I definitely dealt with someone. Here's an example. When I was 16, I pierced my belly button. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend at the time, my high school sweetheart, we were together freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. We were engaged at 21, and that's when we broke up um, due to so many reasons. But uh, I pierced my belly button, and he broke up with me because he said, whores pierce belly buttons. <gasps> yep. That's what he told me. If my shirt was more than two fingers under my clavicle bone, he said I was trying to look slutty and I wanted the attention of other men. Ew. If I wore something too tight, if I wore, like, he was constantly on me about what I wore, who I spoke to, who my friends were. Um, Very controlling. And then I would get to a point where I'm like, I've had enough of this. I just want to live my life. Mm-hmm. I'd break up with him and he unfortunately dealt with a lot of depression issues and I made a lot of those my issues for a very long time yeah um and it kept me going back to him so I I created very unhealthy boundaries in my very first relationship that I've been trying to undo 
even now at 40. So, um, but I think that's an important thing, especially for like, if we have younger listeners or mothers who have like teenage daughters, I mean, if I'm remembering the story correctly, it ended up, it ended up actually like his mom had to pull you aside and be like, you are released of all responsibility. Like, Cause like, cause I think a lot, I think this happens more often than not, but he would threaten self-harm and then, you know, in order to like save him, the relationship would start back up. And finally at some point, like his mom just had to be like, and good on her. Right. Because yeah. like, we live Thank in a society where like amazing. moms are like my baby and you're doing something to him. And she right. was just like, no, no, no. Like you yeah. two are both young kids. I'm going to step in. And this just needs to, like, the cycle was, needs to end. I was very, very close with his family. I'm still close. I see his sister. I've met his nephews. Like, I knew the whole family for yeah. years. I mean, we were together a long time. Um, Bless and, his mom. Uh, no, truly. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate. Um, the whole thing's unfortunate. But it was a learning, le- a teachable moment for mm-hmm. me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And to his, to his defense, not that he, not that we're like attacking him. He doesn't really need to defense. Not in any way. No. But, um, some of the, the rules that he was imposing, we also were going to a very strict religious church school okay. at the time. I and was yes. wondering that. their dress code requirements. Yes. And oh. so, so he's was, been taught this his whole life, life that like, you know, two fingers below the clavicle bone, um, your skirt, when you're kneeling down, has to touch the floor. You have when to you have bend over your shirt, can't show your back. Yeah, like tights or pantyhose on. Mm-hmm. Um, and slips so, yeah, we had to wear slips underneath stuff. Like at so, one point, they went to a uniform, and yeah. So is that where he learned the word whore as well? Probably. He listened to church. A, he listened to a lot of Three Six Mafia. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, that's a <laughs> bad combination. Franz, Franz Ferdinand, and we were just like, what? No, he was. He loved Bone Thugs and Harmony too. I remember that. Yeah, church Memories. and rap music. Yeah, goes together like <laughs> like peanut butter and mushrooms. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. That is a thing. Hold on. That is a thing. <laughs> I was like, oh wait. People, People actually that. like that combo. Really? <laughs> not because yeah. it tastes good, Sarah. No, you don't understand. Oh, no. <laughs> they're Wait. magic mushrooms. I got you. Oh, I was not going there at all. You weren't going there? No. I realized after I said it, usually the mushrooms go in peanut butter sandwiches because of peanut what? butter. Like, yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, we'll have to, ha- <laughs> we'll have, to have a mushroom. <laughs> a mushroom experience episode. I never have. I'm scared. No. Me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared too. Scared. Yeah. I'll go down a bad, bad I think I think I need more therapy before I <laughs> yeah. dive into psychedelics. Yeah, yeah psychedelics so. are not for me. Like no, there are things sure. in here that I just don't even want to touch. I don't want that released out into the wild. <laughs> yeah, like, but they say that it, you can, it's so healing. Healing too. Like, rewires yes. the brain if you do like microdoses. Yes. But I'm scared right. of doing the microdose. Like my anxiety so, is just like you're gonna try. I did microdose mushrooms and and. I felt nothing. Okay. Um, that's that's the point. That's what that's what it's supposed yeah. to feel like. Also right. for the record, um, if you guys decide to do that, I will not be partaking, mostly because no. um my job requires that I not. <laughs> okay. Of course. All right. Of course. No, I gotta um, keep my clearance. I might I might be better <laughs> at my job if I do it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice much with the microdosing, but maybe because I went with like the lo- lowest of the low yeah. dose. Yeah. So because I'm a big wuss. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back back to the back subject. To back, to, back to jealousy. Um, <laughs> no, I mean anyway, so like that those are just kind of my thoughts on it. I think it can come from a lot of different places, but uh, for me, I want to talk it's more. Been, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk more about the healthy jealousy. Like, I want to hear what your views are on that. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I read the, this quote somewhere. Actually, um, it's it's going to be our social media post on the Monday before the episode. But it's basically just like it can be super healthy for a relationship for someone to be scared that you're going to like leave. Right. It just shows that you care. Right. Like they, they want you, they love you. They, they like, and and it also motivates them to like, you know, 
let's not just sit back on their ass and be like lazy in the relationship. Like you still got to work right. for it. Right. And I think earn like it. earn it. Like you have to date your partner forever. Yes. yes. I yes. think it's so funny because romance used to make me very uncomfortable probably until my 30s. Really? And then slowly, yeah, slowly I became more interested in romantic interludes and whatnot, mm-hmm. being romance. I don't um, even know what that means. Yeah, see, I <laughs> I don't necessarily, like, I don't know. I just, um, but again, going back to like love languages, it's like intention. That's right. so much for me. So like my idea of what's romantic is, you know, little things that Empty are intentional. Dishwasher. Well, no, I mean, That's so that funny. wouldn't necessarily do it for me, but <laughs> I also don't ha- cohabitate with a man. So I don't know. I'm the only one doing neither it. Neither do I. <laughs> That's no. true. I'm not cohabitating with a partner, I should no, say. No, 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 no. I'm just saying neither do I. And I, I feel like that's a, a subject we might want to dive into too, of like what it's yeah. like to be in different kinds of relationships. I would love oh, to. for sure. I think my romantic love language, like I love a good note. When Kim oh, writes, when Kim love, writes me love, love notes, yeah, I, I love flip that. Out. I good flip job, out. babe. <laughs> she's she's so yeah. good, and she's such a great writer too. Oh, she's just yeah. But when she writes notes, I'm like, oh. So when whenever I mentioned to her like, hey, we haven't been romantic in a while, like I, I'll usually find a note. That's that's how she gets. I me. love that. Yeah, it's so cute. I like. I find like an unexpected kiss on the forehead, like. Huh. Someone getting up off the couch to go grab a beer, walks by, just kisses you on the forehead for oh, no reason. Sweet. Like that's the stuff that I'm like, mm, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, like the you're in the kitchen cooking and just like the hand on the small of your back, they come up behind yeah. you, a little kiss on the neck, like mm-hmm. whatever. Just like finding moments to just like have like physical physical Connect. touch that yeah. isn't overtly sexual, right? right. Is nice. <laughs> it's fine if it leads to that. I mean, for it, sure. But- but also, like, sometimes, like, you just want to feel, like, cared for and not just lusted after. Right. right. Like, like a prize. You want to feel more like a prize. Yeah. A prize? A prize. Like, everybody's always excited about a prize, right? Who doesn't <laughs> want to be a prize? That's true. Everybody's I guess when like, you say prize, I think trophy. No. So I'm saying prize, like, they get to feel like they won something. Oh, uh, okay. I get Yeah, that's nice. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's sweet. Yeah. That's true. But I think the only way that can truly work is if you, you, you hold each other in that regard. It has to go both ways. Like I remember when Tom and I were first dating, like, like he would always just be like, I would just sit there and I would always like rub his back or be like touching his arm or whatever. And I remember him just being like, I love that you do that. Hmm. You know, it's just like, like a mindless, just like touch, just keeping the connection. Yeah. Very important. Physical touch is huge. Like it does so much for your body, like hugs, like a good 30 second hug does a lot. It it, like releases hormones and endorphins and all the things that benefit you. Going through the, going through the pandemic, um, people that went through it alone, I felt so bad for because, because of that element of of the the touch starvation, when I was finally able to go back to work, so many of my clients were just so touch starved. And they just like, you need that. You're human. You need mm-hmm. to, you need to touch. Like, and some people hate yeah. touch. So I'm not talking about you. The people right. that don't like to be touched. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about right. the people that love to be touched. And yes, you know, it's, um, it's really important. It's really important. There's, there's also like the fine line. Cause I also like through my dating experiences, there's so many times I'm like, this is so disingenuous. Like the love. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, so it's like, it's gotta be timed. Right. It's gotta be the right person. Like there's so many variables for me. <laughs> that's how I, feel, I think that's why like words, bad for most men. Yeah. Well, life. I think that's why like <laughs> words to me, I don't like, I don't know. We're like talk is cheap. It feels disingenuous. Yes, like, I I just like meh. So um, well, so the other thing I they had something else that I was gonna say about that topic. Oh no, I was just gonna lead into like we have on our list also to do a po- a podcast episode about like I also find it awkward to like receive compliments. 
Oh yeah. So that isn't all. Oh, like, I have a lot or, to say and on gifts. that one. I am horrible mm-hmm. at receiving gifts. I love yeah. to give a gift though. Like I will oh, give I love you gifts all the time, but like receiving gifts. Um, I mean, this also leads me into a conversation I have with my therapist all the time. <laughs> Um, I, I love giving gifts and I love receiving gifts. I like both. <laughs> I, I have felt, and I won't get too far into it, into this episode, but, um, so I have felt like I am not well connected with my feelings and emotions. And I sometimes find it difficult to access them. So okay. I have been accused of being a snob a lot in my life. Oh, heartless. Yeah. And and it's <laughs> yep. just because like, I mean, I just like, sometimes I don't, I don't emote. Okay. As expected. Okay. Um, and I don't think I'm a sociopath or anything. <laughs> 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 I mean, like maybe I have tendencies. No, but like, I just like, I don't know. I have a hard time. Like, you know how some people like you give them a gift and they're like, oh my I've like never been able to be that person. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get, I don't know. I don't know how excited. I don't, I have a, I don't my, really know my how emotions I don't have a lot of um, depth. They're very measured. And I think a little bit of that comes from being in relationships, whether romantic or not, mm-hmm. where I have been made to feel less than for being, being mm. emotional right mm-hmm. drama right. queen is something that I've been I had been called a lot Ugh, I hate that Ugh. and so I had to learn to start kind of compartmentalizing and and like receding into myself right which is unfortunate yeah which I yeah and like and so I think like now that I'm older um I'm I'm starting to relearn how to access some of that stuff um, especially like having my daughter, right? Like you have to be goofy with her. Like you yeah. have to like do all the things. So I'm definitely like relearning it. But I think for me, that also shows like a little bit of a hindrance when it comes to like feeling and receiving and like expressing like love in a relationship. It kind of, it, it gives you a natural filter that you've just kind of been like nature versus nurture, right? Yeah. Like it's been pressed into you and my husband is so into he's such a words guy like he'll just be like have I told you how lucky I am oh I can see that yeah he's such a sweetheart and I'm just like yeah thanks (laughs) (laughs) Sarah (laughs) it's not quite that bad but like like, I know right I know (laughs) I know you're lying obviously I know (laughs) but I just feel like I don't all like I don't do the same to him as right. like as often as he probably deserves not probably yeah. as often as he deserves <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so are we gonna have a, a full like full-blown conversation about that at some point I think we should I think we yeah. should we should too I think There's a definitely... love languages episode would be fantastic a love languages but also just like the like the inability to receive compliments the like... art of receiving and giving yes yes yeah, because yeah, that's kind of like all encompassing. And then I've read so many etiquette books on how you properly handle a com- compliment, how you're supposed to. So I'll, I'll take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder for someone like myself who already has a hard time being emotional, is that going to make me more robotic? Why, thank you, <laughs> sir, for the compliments. <laughs> you're, just, you're just scripting. You. You're just masking. You're just performing. Yeah. Will I sound even more disingenuous? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Anyways, that's just a. If you practice in the mirror, you might get better at it. Who knows? <laughs> um, well, this was a fun conversation. It was for, for sure. sure. Yeah, I love it. So, listeners, like, feel free to share with us your thoughts um, on jealousy. Um, if you agree, disagree, or if maybe you've experienced in a way that we haven't kind of like talked about here today, um, we'd yeah. love some feedback. And maybe uh, some feedback. Yeah. Maybe some feedback on like what you do to to channel it or what you do to self-soothe through that. I know for me, journaling, yeah. journaling is definitely where I have learned why I'm feeling jealous. It's because yeah. I'm writing it down and going, Oh shit. Wow. All right. It's a meat problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
So yeah, anything that any advice that you guys yeah, have strategies. On. I love that. Mm-hmm. Right um, into us. Yes, please. We love to hear from you guys. I love getting text messages from people. Um, I have received two text messages this week from people who got the stain remover, actually three people who got the stain remover and they're like, holy crap, this works so good. Oh, I still need to order it too. I did order Susie's uh, pillow and it's amazing. Oh, cool. That's that's on my list to order, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get the stain remover for sure. And I'm definitely making that Mississippi roast. Um, all right. So a couple of announcements, announcements. Um, (laughs) so we have an event that we are going to be doing in November. So the week of Thanksgiving and we'll release more details will be on our website and we'll talk more about it on, on upcoming episodes. Um, but we are doing what we have dubbed the, um, tour domain. So kind of like the Tour de France, it is the Tour de Maine. And I hope that we do something like this every year or more than once a year. But um, all three of your lovely hosts are going to be in the state of Maine the week at the same time. So we're going to all be up here um, for the week before Thanksgiving. And we have reached out to three lovely businesses um, who are going to host us and we'll do some live podcasting on location. And, um, our goal is to invite you along. So we want to, um, talk to the owners. Um, a couple of them are women owned businesses. One is a bar with an entire, um, female bar staff, mixologist staff, and they're going to come up with some cocktails for us going into the holidays and so we want to also support these businesses. So we would love to have, um, for lack of a better term, an entourage to come with us and, and try these cocktails and bring some business into these places. So more details to come. Stay tuned. Um, but it'll be a live podcast episode. Very cool. So fun. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. I'm like, we've been like tickled pink about this. So we're ironing out the details and we'll let y'all know more. Um, Okay, so I'm taking you guys also on a personal journey coming up. So um, years ago, I had weight loss surgery. I lost 115 pounds, and I have been waiting to find my husband and have my beautiful child, and I have all of those things done. And so now I am going in to have my excess skin removed. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. So I'm so, so guys, excited. I did this. I did this. Uh, God, Gina was like three when I had my excess. I too had weight loss surgery um, in my 20s and lost over 100 pounds and have had the skin removed. So I know the exact things she's going through and I know how exciting it's going to be for her because I also know how uncomfortable it can be to live with it. Yeah. So I mean, my pants are two really sizes cool too journey. big to accommodate um, skin. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so you're taking us along for that. Yeah. I, um, I am still ruminating on exactly how I'll share this journey. I'm not sure how, um, vulnerable I want to be with like before and after photos. Um, <laughs> you know, cause I have a lot of insecurities about it. Um, but yeah, so, um, next week, or actually the week that this episode airs, um, that Thursday, I am going in for, um, an abdominoplasty and a mastopexy, um, which is a tummy tuck and a breast lift. So I'm very, very excited. I've been waiting years to do this. Um, so I'll let y'all know how it goes just in case there's anyone else out there who's been like, you know, I had babies, things like stretch. They're not where they used to be. Um, I thought about doing the surgery and, um, you'd want more information. So I will bring you guys along with me. I'll maybe post some like pictures. Um, and then the last announcement is our next week's episode is our first been there. Done that. Done that. Can't wait for this. Yeah. It's fun having a fourth. I know we're so excited. So, um, we will be joined by the lovely Heather Payson. 
um, who Susie and I know, and we'll talk yeah. a little bit about how um, all of that came to be. Um, that like Susie know, uh, knew her and then introduced her to me and all of that. So yeah. um, please, please, please tune in for that episode. Um, she's going to come on and also answer a couple questions for us as um, a woman who is um, also older than young um, mm -hmm. and just kind of give us some advice to our younger selves. And I'm, I'm so excited for it. What, so excited. And what we have to f look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Like what else, like, you know, we're, we never stop growing. We're always doing something. And so, yeah, that's, um, it's going to be a, a really fun episode. So make sure you tune oh, in. I can't so. wait. I love her so Pretty much. Good. I know. Yeah. I love her. She's so funny. She's such a great soul. So anyways, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again. Good yes. morning. Thank good you, evening. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Ciao. Yes. Ciao. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye <laughs> now. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mwah. What's My Age Again is hosted by Sarah Doucette, Jessica Giancola, and Susie DeLoon. Editing by Tom Doucette. Our theme song is Lay Down by The Paul Houston Project. To reach out to us, learn more about us, listen to our episodes, and find links to the products we crush on, visit our website, www.whatsmyageagainpod.com. The products talked about in this podcast are independently selected by the hosts. We do not receive any commission from the purchase of these products. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to to your favorite podcasts and tune in each week to join in on the conversation.